Hello and welcome to Theater 5 from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Miss Barbara Britton and Mr. George Petrie in The Manor House. I'm coming. There's no need to ring and ring. I'm coming. Yes? Hello. You wanted to see me? That's right, Miss Billings. I guess maybe you're surprised. I certainly am. I suppose you know who I am, though. I'm afraid I don't. Oh. Well, I'm Joe Stepanak. Maybe you've heard of me. I'm afraid I haven't. Oh. Uh, that's going to make it a little tougher. Uh, can I come in and talk to you? Well, this is only a rooming house, you know. It's not suitable for... I just want to talk to you for a minute. I never had a caller here before. I certainly couldn't take you to my bedroom. And I'm afraid that's all I have. It must be a front parlor. Well, oh, I suppose that would be all right. Won't you come in? Thank you. Right in here. Won't you sit down? Thank you. Well, Miss Billing, since you don't know who I am, I guess maybe I'd better tell you that... I'm one of the richest men in the county. Indeed. I grew up in this town, but you wouldn't know me even if you weren't so much younger than I am. I grew up in the flats. My father was a bootlegger. Oh? I'm just telling you this so you know I'm not kidding you about my background. See what I mean? I wish you'd come to the point, Mr. Stepanak. I remember when I was a boy. I used to walk past the house your parents had then. Every night I walked past it. That was some house. Sometimes I'd sneak into the grounds and walk around just looking at the garden and the pillars on the house. Mr. Stepanak, I wish you'd come to the point. That is the point, the way I felt about your family's house. That's the grandest house in town, Miss Billings. And it's standing vacant. Did you come here to remind me that the family fortune is gone? I came here to tell you I want to buy the house. Indeed. 
When I was a kid, I used to dream about buying that house. I've never been in it, but I know I want it. You want to buy the house from me? That's right. Mr. Stepanak, I don't know why you came here. Maybe to gloat. Maybe to tell me that the son of a bootlegger from the flats now has more money than the last member of the Billings family. Oh, no. I can understand how you may have envied my family. But it's cruel, isn't it, Mr. Stepanak, for you to come here and talk to me? You're a director of the bank. You know that I don't own the house. The bank does. How did you know I was the director of the bank? What? You said you'd never heard of me. Well, Mr. Stepanak, it looks as if we've caught each other. You came here to gloat, and maybe I was too proud to let you know that I'd heard of you. Now, wait a minute, Miss Billings. I didn't come here to gloat. Then why did you come here? I think you'd better tell me. Well, one thing, I wanted to learn all about that house from you, how it was when you were a girl, how it was furnished. And then... Well, then I was going to ask you to marry me. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. I don't blame you for laughing. Will you listen to me? Well, if you insist, but I may laugh again. I'll tell you how I felt about your house. Well, I felt the same way about your family. You don't have any idea, Miss Billings, how a boy from my side of the tracks can get fascinated by people like you. When you were, oh, maybe 15 years old, 10 years ago or so, I used to look at you when you walked down Main Street, and I used to say to myself that someday I'd get to know you. Once in a while, I'd say, when that little girl grows up, I'm going to marry her. This is ridiculous. Maybe, but a lot of wild things I said to myself have happened. What could possibly have made you think I'd marry you? Well, I could get your house back for you. I'm going to buy the house anyway, and if you were my wife, it'd be yours again. Marriage is supposed to have something to do with love and feelings. Well, I figured that maybe you'd fall in love with me when you saw that I loved that house as much as you did. <laughs> Oh, really, Mrs. No, no, look, I'll make a deal with you. Let's forget that I said anything personal. Let's forget about marriage and all that. I'm going to buy that house. How long since you've been in it? Not since Daddy had to turn it over to the bank. Seven years ago. Would you like to see the inside of it again? What are you getting at? I'd like to have you show me the house. Dear me. You are a strange man. Well, who could show it off better than you? I don't know whether I want Why to... not? Why not? Oh, don't press me. I... I'll think about it. You can call me the first of the week. It's a deal. Well, here we are. I should think the bank could have had someone cut the grass. When I've bought the place, that lawn will be like a green carpet. Shall we go in? Yes. Yeah. Seems strange to be coming here again. Yeah, it seems funny to me to be coming here for the first time. I've dreamed about this for a long time. It's so empty. What? I never saw this entrance hall without furniture. Let's go in. There'll be furniture here again. It was massive. A big oak table over there. Servants used to leave our mail on it. Big oak chairs against the wall. There was a large painting hunting scene over the table. That's a beautiful staircase. It had a red carpet. We changed it every three years, but it was always the same red. Want to see the drawing room? 
drawing room. <laughs> and me, a boy from the flat. I never saw such a big fireplace and those windows. Doors, French doors. I used to stand there when I was a little girl and watch the gardener. Wow, you can live in this kitchen. I very seldom came here, actually, except to get a piece of bread and butter and sugar from the cook. Let's go upstairs. These are the biggest bedrooms I ever saw. Four posters and every one? Yes. Now, what's this room? It's my old bedroom. Well, let's have a look at it. No, leave the door closed. I'm sorry, Mr. Stepanak. But that room is the room where I did all my dreaming. I read my favorite stories in that room. I had a dollhouse there. I... Mr. Stepanak, I don't think I want to show you any more of the house. I'd like to go. I want to thank you. Indeed? For what? For letting me take you to dinner. I should thank you. After all, this means I don't have to pay for my own dinner. I have to watch my pennies, you know. You sound bitter. I meant to sound practical. Miss Billings, I want to level with you. About what? About me. I'm a businessman. I got a contracting firm. I own some property in the city. I'm a silent partner in a shipping firm. Yes, I know. You own property in the city, as you call it. Actually, you're a slum landlord, aren't you? And I know your construction firm somehow gets more state contracts than any other. Is that all you found out about me? Not nearly all. But you don't want to hear the rest, do you? You know it anyway. I'm not going to try and excuse myself. That's a point in your favor. You don't know what it's like to grow up the way I did. The whole house we lived in would fit into that drawing room in your family's house easy. Please. I suppose a girl like you thinks I'm, I, I'm some kind of a barbarian. That's exactly what I was brought up to think about people like you. I'm going to buy that house. I know. And my father lost it because he wouldn't let himself be like you. He could have declared bankruptcy, but instead he paid his creditors and lost the house. You know, some men put their houses in their wives' names. Good heavens. Are you bribing me now? I don't know. All I know is that I want you. And I want the house. And I want you in it. <laughs> Look, I'm not asking anything of you. Except that you marry me. Oh, is that all? Are you trying to say we'll have separate bedrooms? Until you fall in love with me. This is absurd. And a man of my means usually settles a little money on the woman he marries. <laughs> I've never been bribed before. Are you going to leave the money in envelope unobtrusively on the table here, or should I ask you how much? I had in mind a hundred thousand dollars. I'll go ahead and laugh again. <laughs> All right. Never mind. Come on. I'll take you home. If you want to. But first, don't you think we should set a date for the wedding?
George Washington said, truth will ultimately prevail where there is pains taken to bring it to light. Today, the United States and other free countries are engaged in a battle for truth, a battle to bring truth and freedom to those people of the world who know only fear, doubt, and dictatorship. We who have the right to worship, to speak, and to criticize, who know what truth and freedom really mean, must meet this shadow of doubt and fear wherever it may appear. Each of us, as citizens of a free nation, must be able to explain clearly and simply the real meaning of truth and freedom. your house. You've had it painted. That's right. And how do you like the lawn now? The way it used to be. You didn't tell me you were doing all this. I wanted to surprise you. Even after the kind of honeymoon we had? I told you I could wait. You know, I thought a businessman like you would probably make me pay for all this out of my hundred thousand dollars. Well, come on, what do you think I am? It was nice of you. Thanks. Shall we go in? Well, should I carry you across the threshold? Don't be absolutely ridiculous. All right, it was just a thought. There you are. But you... Just the way it was when you used to live here. But how could you have? By getting you to talk, by getting you to give me the details. And if I got anything wrong, you be sure to tell me and we'll fix it. This is just wonderful. <laughs> I want to see the whole house, every room. Come on. that. As a matter of fact, I could hear it. Oh. You mean I shouldn't shout? Well, it isn't really necessary. I won't do it again. You just teach me and I'll learn not to be a barbarian. And look, Helen, uh, don't you find... Don't you find you're liking me a little bit more? We've only been living here a month. Okay. Okay, a bargain's a bargain. Helen, we're going to have a party. A what? A party. There are some business associates of mine. Business associates? You mean we're going to have a business conference with drinks and dinner, is that it? Well, not a conference, but everybody entertains business associates. My father never did. This house was a place where we entertained friends, not people we expected to get money from. Oh. Well, I said you'd have to teach me. I'm sorry, Joe. I can't help the way I was brought up. I know. Uh, but let's not make it a habit. Uh, we'll have this one party just as you want it. After that, we'll see if we ever want another business party here. Uh, 
come in? Well, I'm already in bed. Oh, well, come in. Now, the party wasn't so bad, was it? No. In all fairness, really, it wasn't. I was proud of you. Oh, not really. I mean that I was proud of you, and I was proud of this house. And that they were impressed, too. Yes, I believe they were. <laughs> you know, I'm on top of the world. I got the best house in town, and a wife who's... A wife who's, uh... Classy. Don't make fun of me. But classy, yes. Helen. Yes. Helen, I'm I'm crazy about you. Joe, please. I I, I have to go away, Helen. Really? What do you mean? Well, I, I have to go to the capital. It's a business trip. We were just awarded a little highway job by the state. In fact, a big highway job. Oh, well, that's fine. Uh, when are you leaving? Tomorrow night, after I clean up some things at the office. And how long will you be gone? About a month. Mm-hmm. Helen? What? Look, Helen, I'll be gone a month. I'm sorry, Joe, but... I'm tired, and I want to go to sleep. Helen, don't you like me? Joe, you agreed to give me time. Why don't we wait until you come back? I'll be thinking things over, and I'll tell you then how I feel about you. Well, all right. Good night, Joe. Yeah, good night. Darling, I've missed you. Hello, Joe. I have the speedometer at 80 all the way. Oh, Helen, it's good to be back. Why, you are exuberant. Look, Helen, let's come to the point, huh? You said you'd be thinking it over. That's right. Well, have you thought it over, Helen? Our marriage? Yes. You... You waited up for me. Yes, I did, Joe. Does, Does that mean... Does that mean what I think it means... Well, it means, Joe... Well, here. Perhaps this can explain better than anything else. What's this? Read it. But... This is... Helen, no! Yes, Joe. I want a divorce. Listen, you can't get away with it! Can't I? A week ago last Friday night, according to the sworn statement of Mr. George Wilby, you entered the apartment of Miss Eunice Dennison. I don't have to give you the address, do I? Eunice Dennison is a partner in the firm that's subcontracting for me. She is also very attractive. She isn't attractive to me. We had business to discuss. Oh, did you indeed? I was only there three hours. That's a long time under certain circumstances. But Mr. Wilby is willing to swear you did not leave at all that night. Who is Mr. Wilby? A detective who's been following you since the day of our marriage. Oh, no. 
Oh, yes, Joe. And, and you called me a barbarian. You called yourself a barbarian. Since the day we were married. Actually, until you went to the Capitol, it was just part-time for Mr. Wilby. You were so attached to hearth and home, there wasn't much point in spending the money. Wilby is a liar. I did leave that apartment. I don't think you will be able to prove that. You know, I, I, I pulled some dirty deals in my time, maybe because of what I am. But it took an aristocrat to pull off something like this. There's no need to get emotional. You may as well leave my house right now. Your house! It is my house, isn't it? You gave it to me. Yes, yes, it's your house, all right. Your house. What'll be left of it? You can out of Help! You can out of Mr. Get out. Get out of my house, Mr. Stepanak, before I call the police! boy. Now sit up. Look spry. Step lively. <laughs> this is your great-grandpa. And then some. My name? I've been called Johnny Reb, and I've been called Billy Yank. I'm a soldier. Civil War. What do you want to know about soldiering? Trench warfare? Well, we did a heap of it. And in a way, that was all new. See, General Robert E. Lee was the first to use it, effective-like. And all your so-called modern devices, such as automatic weapons and armored warships, submarines, and fields of fire, well, where do you think they first showed up? <laughs> In the Civil War. And the same goes for most of your tactics and strategies. Nobody's improved much on Lee's methods of deception, or Sherman's treatment of logistics, or Sheridan's handling of combined arms. No, sirree. And, and take a look at Sherman's famous march to the sea. Look at how he deployed him 60,000 men, cutting a swath 60 miles wide from Atlanta to the sea, and fighting 10 to 30 miles a day, mostly on foot, and with no lines of communication or no, no line of supplies, and practically without horses or ammunition. <laughs> now you, boy, with the newfangled weapons, you've got a different road to hoe, no denying it. But Lee and Sherman and Sheridan and the others, what they did made it a heap easier for you today for which you can thank your lucky stars and stripes. Oh, believe me, son, it takes more than just men and guns and generals to make you an army. It takes years and years of soldiering and a darn lot of trying out new military ideas to make you a good modern army. And it takes good schools, like the command and general staff schools, to teach these things. Danged if it don't. Theater 5 has presented The Manor House, starring Miss Barbara Britton and Mr. George Petrie. Written by Robert Sanadella, directed by Ted Bell. Script editor, Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Ralph Herman. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater 5, Mr. Lee Bowman. We invite your comments. Write to Theater 5, New York 23, New York. That's Theater 5, New York 23, New York.